That's that sound. That's that music. So you know what that means. That means what? Married People's Business Podcast is back. MPB, baby. MPB. We giving them acronyms to the people <laughs> so we can shorten the title and get right into the topic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I am extremely excited and ready to talk about this upcoming topic that we're going to talk about. Well, I just got to say, though, you, you're looking mighty good in this sweater, you know. Oh, it's thank you. Kind of accentuating you. some things all up in there. Why don't you go ahead and describe it since for the people that's listening, they can't see it, but they well, might be able to, it's kind to of taste a, it and feel it. Taste it and feel it. Oh, wow. It's kind of a burnt orange cashmere sweater that you're wearing here that's kind of falling on your broad shoulders <laughs> quite well and working on the biceps in the back and oh, okay, okay. All right, Miss Tobert. All right, Miss Tobert. We're going to go ahead saying. before we have to end this podcast <laughs> early to do some other things. But I'm go ahead. Just Let's saying. just jump right into the topic. You know, it's been a whole bunch of discussion about Freak Nick and about all these women and men doing all kind of scandalous activities <laughs> back in the early 90s. And what we thought about, you know, we said we wanted to kind of talk about that because this is an issue that impacts uh Marry people a lot of times, and that's the past. So the topic of this podcast is three reasons not to tell your partner about the past. Yes. So um, that's that's kind of a sticky subject. It is know? a very sticky subject, and I tell you, the Freak Nick uh, documentary got a lot of it got a lot of people on edge. It's got some folks scared. It got a lot of people scared, and I can tell you that I am safe. I am marked. <laughs> Well, I was just about to say you're marked safe, like on Facebook with marked safe. Yeah, because you know I was, you know I was a little bit. Of, even though I had my little wild streak for the most part, I was playing football and I was in those books. I was gang, as my man is straight straight out of Compton. In the movie said, "You need to be gang banging them books, young man. You need to be gang banging them books." Told Cube that when he was on the bus, but look, so they're they're focusing like on I think it's 1994 or something. Yeah, so that yeah. would have been like our. Uh, freshman part of our freshman year of college, a spring semester yeah, freshman that's right. year, that, a spring for right. us, spring. yeah, because right. we entered in the fall of '93. So we talk about literally almost 30 years ago, a long, long time ago. And you know what? This is a problem that you know I've heard married people and people that are in relationships go. They struggle with this concept of should you tell your spouse or should you tell the partner, the person that you are in love with, that you want to uh, maybe start a family with or just even have a future with? Should you even tell them about what happened, you know, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, five years ago, or yeah. whatever timeline you're dealing with? Right, right. When you're with the mate, you know, what what, what do you tell them? What don't you tell them? So, he, you know, we're going to talk about the reasons not to tell. Yeah, not your, to tell. Your, your partner or your mate about your past. That's right. So let's jump right into it. We got three, we got three, we got three. All so right, let's so let's go. go we're gonna kinda, go in reverse order. I was right? just about to say, let's go from 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 uh, the the to the. Uh, you know what I'm trying to say. Rank from it down. three to three, three to, to one. one. That's it. How <laughs> three can I get two, that out? One. Yeah, like the DJs do it. The, right? uh, not the three, two, one, <laughs> one, two, three. So, what is the third reason not to tell your partner or your mate about your past? All right, starting with three. Reason number three. I think that. Um, it kind of it, it it stops future growth of the relationship. It frustrates the growth the growth of your relationship. 
um, whether it's the intimate part of it, the friendship part of it. I think it, it stunts that. I agree with that. And I think that, um, you know, when people are getting together, if you're planning on marrying somebody or if you're planning on uh, taking your relationship to the next level, there has to be a certain level of thinking about future plans and perspective plans with that person. Right. And I think that a lot of times if you go back in time and if you dwell too much on the past, then that stops, you know, it's like, you know, I heard a coach tell me this years ago. He said that the best race horses, the ones that do the best in races are the ones that look forward. And that's why horses wear blinders because the blinders keep them from kind of getting off course and kind of stop them from looking to the side or looking even backwards. Because if they take those blinders off and they see the crowd or if they see the person in the back, the horse in the back of them, then they might go off a path and they might stray away. And I think relationships are the same way. As long as you're looking forward and you're forward thinking your relationship, that exponentially cre- uh, increases your chance of success in your relationship. I would agree with that. I think that's a good example with the blinders for, for the horse and not blinders as if you're trying to hide anything, but to, to create focus. Good point. Yeah, good point. You know, so I, I think, yeah, it definitely will stop future growth because, you know, you don't you don't focus on what the, your mate is able to do now, what your mate is doing now in, in that relationship to move you all forward. So that's exactly right. Okay. Three, we got two down. We got two, we got two left, one down, right? Yeah. One down, two to go. What's number two? Number two, (laughs) some skeletons just need to stay in the closet. Skeletons need to stay in the closet. As Stevie Wonder sings. That is a Stevie Wonder joint. That is a Stevie Wonder joint. And you know what? This is probably, uh, you know, one of the hardest things, I think, particularly for men, you know, I'm a man. So I always try to give the man's perspective and point of view on um, this show. So I'm going I'm I'm to throw out a little double standard that most men go through. Oh, we want all our stand- we want all our skeletons to stay buried. <laughs> right. Uh huh. But we want to know all y'all bones. Yeah, we want to know all the bones and the skeletons, the metacarpals and the. <laughs> Whatever the bones are that I didn't quite pick up in biology. Yeah, I was like, we want to know everything about the woman that we going to put a ring on or that we going to take the Applebee's. Not to Applebee's. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Applebee's. Got- okay. Cheesecake factory. Oh, no, that's that's not much better. <laughs> All right. That's, red lobster. Oh, you went back down. I, take me back to the cheesecake factory. I like all three, yeah. but you talking about you went from engagement yeah. ring to. So we want to know everything before we start shelling out the dough. Now, you yeah, know, so there's a little bit of a double standard there. There is a double standard there, but I think that there are some things that need to stay in the closet. Not so much as, again, I, I, I may sound repetitive throughout this podcast, but not that you're trying to hide anything, but some things carry emotional baggage with them. Um, some things such as, you know, if there was a, an attack on, on someone, um, a, a violent a crime, rape. a rape, okay. or maybe somebody that you know, was unfortunately um, incarcerated early in their life. And now at this point they're doing well and they just want to keep that, you know, in the past. Right. And particularly as it relates to relationships, you know, you know, you, you always try to keep it PG, but what I'm talking about is like, the skeletons like the, 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 you know, the chick that slept with 30 dudes. Y'all don't never want to know that number. 
Well, y'all never tell us the number. Well, we ain't you know what I do. That's multiply. another podcast. That's, that's what I do. That's I a, multiply. A, like yeah, I, I never do. take a woman for face value. If I ask a woman how many men she been with, and she tell me like four, then I'm I put a I put a multiplier on top of that oh, I add times three. So it's actually twelve. I forgot you got the PhD in and hoology and hoology ho relations. Ho relations. You took P I M P. That's right. Ology, but That's logically. Right. So, but you know, <laughs> I think I think you're right. The point is, is that there are certain things that are just best left uh, in the past, yeah. and for a variety of reasons. Because you know, uh, when you put the skeletons in the closet and you don't bring them out. I think that allows for you to focus on the person and it allows that person that has those skeletons to heal. Because as Shalise mentioned, you never know exactly what those issues are or what kind of trauma, mental trauma right. from a relationship that a person has suffered. And that know? could bring it back up, even if the person has gone through counseling or whatever they need for, you know, the example of being raped or raped or whatever. Um, they've gone through that, but to constantly bring it back up or to bring it back up to the the person that they're with that they never told about might, you know, trigger something. That's true. That's and true. And so leaving that, you know, sometimes the past just needs to be left in the past. Or I think of the example of, like I gave the example of being, um, you know, incarcerated, but we always make references to pop culture and things like that. I think of um, the Tyler Perry movie, Daddy's Little Girl. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. he was like 16 years old or something and was accused of, of raping the girl that was actually his girlfriend or somebody that he met at a party and she That's consented. Right. And that was with him, you know, something that he tried to keep in the past. But, you know, that kind of hindered him from going forward in the relationship that that he had with um, old girl. So, you know, you got two two relating back to one. So you keep that in the closet and it allows him to flourish the way that he wanted to. He was trying to be a businessman. He was trying to be a he was looked at as a pillar in the community for helping folks. So, you know. Keep that keep that closet door closed. Don't don't let those bones come out. Right. And I think the point that you drive home uh, so eloquently is uh, is the whole point of personal growth. I think I think point three that we talked about is the growth of future growth of the relationship. Yeah, I think uh, keeping the skeletons in the closet as a reason not uh, to disclose the past and keeping those skeletons buried is more uh, honed in on focusing on the individual. And I'm a firm believer that I think that any relationship that is going to be successful and prosperous, that you have to have strong individuals because two strong people make, you know, make a very strong couple. You can't have one broken person and one strong person. You can, but I think your chances of being successful are a lot better when both people are, are, are rowing kind of in the same direction. And I think that when you bring skeletons from the past up and you are reminding that person of the problems that they've had in future uh, past relationships, or even maybe where they've been uh, promiscuous or um, maybe not the best versions of themselves, that doesn't allow that person to heal correctly. And it doesn't allow that person to be the best version of themselves in your relationship moving forward. Yeah, I like that. I like the the way that you you bring in the term the best version of themselves because people change. Yeah, and, and right. That you know that goes that hones in right onto the point of the personal growth. Exactly right. So where are we at? We at number one. So we at number one. All right, number here we go. one. <laughs> drum roll, drum roll. 
your partner may not be mentally ready. Mentally ready. And that's that's mostly for the guys. That's that multiplier. That's the multiplier. That is the multiplier. But no, it's for women too. Because as much, as, tell. as, much as we say we want to know everything, we don't really want to know everything. Y'all don't? That, that, that's an emotional uh, thing that we have to deal with. Like, you know what I mean? If you're telling me every single thing that you did in the past, it's going to hit my emotions, at least for me, in the sense of, well, how am I different from what he did here? How do I know that's not going to happen here? So now I start questioning, you know, everything. I, I I get that. And I think that this is one of the points that when you, you mentioned it and we're talking about it now that I'm a little on the fence on because I think that this is a situation. This is the majority of people. There's always an exception to the rule. I think the average person, man or woman, are not mentally ready to hear that you just slept with like, you know, three, three hundred dudes in one night or you know, that you was like the, the big man on campus, you know, at, uh, you were doing all these crazy things. You was like the Wilt, the Wilt Chamberlain of Valparaiso <laughs> oh, University. I'm not saying I, I was, was the Wilt. I was about to say, how, how specific did you just get with Valparaiso and well, Wilt Chamberlain? Well, I got to get shout out to my alma mater, you know. Yeah. So, you know, uh-huh. I'm, not, I'm not the Wilt Chamberlain. I was more like the, the Bill Russell. Of the, <laughs> I had 10. He had 10 championships. But that's a whole nother story. We'll oh, talk about gosh. that later. You know? I have to look into the camera again. <laughs> I forgot about the PhD. Shout out to Bill Russell, the dupe. Yeah, Did he pass away? He died, like, unfortunately. Rest in peace. Good brother. Bill Russell, but, but, you know, you know, but uh, for for me, I think that most most guys and women can't. It's like uh, it's like that movie, The Few Good Men. Oh, I knew you, you were going there. You can't handle the truth. You can't handle. Most people no. can't handle the truth. They don't want to hear you it. You know, if we're honest, most people can't, men nor yeah, women. Yeah, so I think it's best to protect their mental sanity and not necessarily bring up issues that could tear the very fiber of your relationship and that, that could be holding your relationship together right because i think that in a sense that creates you know judgment to to a certain degree it could and 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 that was the point i was trying to make earlier was was that there is a small segment of the the population that probably could handle that yeah because i like i was i think i told you this story i was in a relation a previous relationship where the girl basically approached me and said hey i don't want no surprises why don't we just, we had, it was funny. We had a dinner and over that dinner, we basically, uh, it was called a clear, she named it something. It's like clearing the air or something dinner. And we basically promised that we would tell basically every indiscretion that we had before we got together. Was and this I early in, was this early in the relationship or? No, it wasn't early. Okay. I wasn't telling her everything. If I well, knew it wasn't going to no, be serious. I just, no, I, I asked yeah. the question mm-hmm. because, you know, that might be a, a factor as to when somebody wants mm-hmm. to disclose it at a, at a, in a, you know, different no, conversation. No, no, but. no, no, no. She had to earn my heart before I told her I was a hoe, you know? <laughs> but, but, you know. I said, I'm an honest hoe and all my hoes are honest. Are you in charge of the girls? I am, I am in, in charge, charge of the, of the girls. girls. We are silly in real life. Yeah. But, you know, and we're we're talking about this, though, you know, more in, in the relationship factor. But, again, it takes me back to the example 
of, you know, the, the incarceration or other things in life for the, for the individual that you just may not be ready to handle dealing with someone who may be considered a quote unquote ex-convict. Right. Yeah. And, and, and like I was saying, the dinner we had was very, like, I was a little, I'm like, am I going to hold back? I think I'm going to hold back a story or two because I'm going to see how this, I'm going to see how this go first. I'm going to see if her story's good. You know how people be oh, like, all right, wow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something. And then they be yeah. like, I kissed the dude in the third grade. I'm like, girl, oh. that ain't nothing. <laughs> But to that but the, person, you know, yeah. You know, but I'm like, you trying to like, you, 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 you no. Know, I need some. I need the equivalent. I need to know the dirt. That's the okay. judgment and but, the and the. But she the, gave the, the dirt. The, I was the, like, okay, that, I'm gonna tell you all my stuff then, based off of what you said, you know. So yeah. So but but we had a dinner. We cleared the air, and uh, I, you know, for me, you know, I'm in a, you know how you know my position. I'm a. My thing is everybody has a past. And, uh, you know, I, I was raised by Matthew Talbert Sr. And, you know, he always said, don't ever let no woman tell you that you was the only one, you know, and don't don't tell them. Don't let them tell you that you was the best they ever had either, because that's they tell everybody that. Why do you we know? keep going to that kind of stuff? Like, because that's what, man, we think. You that's know, how y'all think about. This. Yeah, we like it. So am I, did I put it down like a, a previous dude? Not. No. See, yeah. so that's, let me ask that's... you a question. OK. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm going I'm going to leave it alone because we talking about leaving the past in the podcast. So I ain't going to ask you that question. But my point, <laughs> but my point, <laughs> but my point is, is that there are a certain segment of the population that might be able to handle that. Yeah. But well, for this point, I think the majority of people can't, the majority of men, if a, if a woman came to them and said, Hey, you know, I was, uh, you know, I slept with, with 20 guys. Most Guys, that's that's gonna blow their minds. They, they just can't blow your it. mind if I say two, because y'all yeah. don't want it to be more than one, and that's nope. you. Nope. So when I when I married you, you was a virgin. That's yes. what you told me. That's what the intent was. <laughs> <laughs> Why you wear we, that white dress? To we the got wedding? married at age thirty <laughs> years old. We was thirty. Or we turned thirty-one that year. So what? AC Green was a virgin. I ain't no NBA player that's that's not the most attractive man in the world. I like to think I got something going on, and I've never claimed to be an angel. Uh, AC AC Green I, said, "I have had discretion, but I am not AC Green." <laughs> AC Green probably was not a virgin by choice. Then why you wear that wet that white wedding dress? Because it was beautiful. You see how it fit. <laughs> that white dress. Was, it was my bride. first wedding and my only wedding, you so I get to wear white. My halter dress accentuated my shoulders it and my did. my arms. My bicep was like bow bow. You it had did. got me in shape. You I, you were you a know. very beautiful, very beautiful bride. You know, I'm just saying. So that's why I wore the white dress. <laughs> hey, what you so, want me to come up in there? A beige dress? Man? Nah, nah, nah. An eggshell. Yep, yep. You know, I don't know a lot about your past because we, as we so talked about So you going to say eggshell? Yeah, you, wore, <laughs> you could wear an eggshell based off of what I know just on the streets. You Your dress should have been Your dress should have been eggshell. You know enough from us being <laughs> friends. Your, so. your dress should have been eggshell. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I can't with you. Yeah, because you know what? You weren't a virgin before we got married either. And, I was uh, very much so a virgin. You were the Mr. first person I've ever. D in whole relation. You were the first woman that I that ever I, did anything. You ever with. married? You were the first woman I drove when I got my that license. That ain't what we're talking about. <laughs> 
And, All uh, right, we go get so, back. We go no, get back to the but script. But no, seriously, I, I, I will be the first one to admit that, yeah, I may act like I want to know everything, but do I really want to know everything? Will I really be able to handle everything? Um, and honestly, the fact that I'm questioning it makes me say no. I can't I can't handle everything. Right, right. So I want to leave that past in the past. You know, I just just leave it there. Yeah, and I think a lot of these points, these three points, all I think interrelate with one another because the whole mental being mentally ready and not disclosing to your spouse or your partner the past, you might not be being mentally ready ready ties into point three, which is that mental problem that that spouse or that partner might have with hearing your past sexual prowess would stop that person possibly from trusting you would stop that person from seeing a life with you maybe into the future. And it also stops the person that, you know, maybe disclosed now that the other person is looking at them a little funny. Yeah. That judgment doesn't allow that person to heal. That's point two. Mm -hmm. So all three of these points Really, they work together and they they uh, they correlate. Yeah, it's, 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 it's all, you know, comes down to the growth of, of every aspect of the relationship, the uh, relationship, the individuals, everything. No doubt. No doubt. So, so that's three. That yeah, is three. That was the three. Nice, sweet and to the point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it's, it's it was very important points, though, you know. No I doubt. think we, we hit them the nail right on the head. That's the saying, right? Yeah. Yeah, we hit the nail on the head. So let's recap. Three, you don't want to disclose your past to your partner or your spouse because it stops future growth of the relationship. Two, keep them skeletons in the closet and they the, need to stay there. And the number one reason why not to disclose your past to your partner or your spouse is that that person might not be mentally ready to handle that you were Will Chamberlain on campus. You can't handle the truth. (laughs) They don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that you the champion, that you the the, the world, the WWE champion of whatever whatever that category is. You you in in these belts. All right. All right. Again, thank you for for listening and watching. If you like this podcast and you found this content to be informative, we're going to ask that you hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. And just continue to support this podcast and continue to support the positive content that we're pushing out. Yes, married people's business. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you. God bless you. Take care.